recorded live. Welcome everyone to the House of David Ministries Bible, Weekly Bible Study. I'm Pastor Keith Allen. I'm Pastor Summer Allen. And we got a good one this week, guys. We got one that I should have done when I was in Columbus and I wasn't able to do it because I was away. Uh, but it's the shofar. Mm. Um, some good information. So, hope you got all. We all enjoy it. So we're gonna go ahead and pray, and we'll get started. And um, we even got props. Yeah, props. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> so we go ahead and get started with prayer, and then we dig into the word. <laughs> Heavenly Father God, we come to you in prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We thank you for this blessed day, dear God. We thank you for the gathering of souls, dear Lord God, to hear your blessed word from heaven up above, dear Lord God. We ask that you increase our mindset, dear Lord God. Increase our souls, dear Lord God. Increase our hearts to do better, dear Lord God, to love better. We ask in the name of Jesus, dear Lord God, that you continue, dear Lord God, to pour out your word into us, dear Lord God, that we may, dear Lord God, take this word and carry it out to the world, dear Lord God. We pray in the name of Jesus, dear Lord God, and just thank you, dear Lord God, for any increase, dear Lord God. We thank you for blessing us through this day, keeping us healthy, dear Lord God, and returning us home back safe to our loved ones as well, dear Lord God. May we open up our hearts to your word, open up our minds for understanding, wisdom, and knowledge, dear Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you. Amen. Amen. All right. So, show far. I'm going to let you guys go ahead and spill it out. So whatever you know about it, go ahead and give it so we can have fun with this. Well, according to Google, it's <laughs> <laughs> a <little> horn. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a little, but it's a curvy horn. That's what I know about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not little. They come in all different sizes. All different sizes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let me move that closer. Okay. See that? Oh, nice. Miss Kathy? Yes, yes. Did you see it? Is that a rainstorm? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. What's his name? Down in um, Ohio had that. Yes. Yes, Apostle Brooks did have one, yes. Okay, okay, I thought so. Yes. So, Miss Kathy, what do you know about the show far? You know, I am so sorry. Yes, it does. 
you know, um, and, you know, it just said that um, it was written that there is a hidden message we are supposed to infer by listening to the shofar. Okay. It says, sleeping one, awaken from your sleep. Slumbering one, awaken from your slumber. Examine your deeds. Remember your creator and do teshuvah. Okay. You know, I just don't want to read what I have here, so I'd like to, you know, that is just what I just, just like went straight to. So. Okay. Well, I like what you said as far as finding about um, people slumbering, you know, spiritual slumber. You know, it's, it's awakening of the, um, to awaken your, awaken from your slumber. Right. Um, slumbering one, sleeping one. Right, it's a, it's a spiritual slumber because... Um, you know, several places in the Bible it talks about how people are asleep and only certain people will be awakened. Ah, you know, uh, one more thing that I wanted to bring, and and I was trying, it it was just so much, I I definitely have to go back in here and um, just just read this. I need to read it. Because um, when I uh, went to find out what Teshuvah was, you know, it came across some other things, and it started talking about, um, um, Thoughts of repentance, well, related topics were thoughts on repentance, prayer in the Teshuvah, Teshuvah of the tongue, Teshuvah of the mind, Teshuvah and double-mindedness, um, Teshuvah and renewal, Teshuvah and God's desire. So I, I can't tell you too much about it. I just um, pulled up one of them, and um, that was Teshuvah and turning back to God. Okay. So. We'll get there. We'll get there in the, in the study. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, that's a lot of information. <laughs> Look, I, I was trying to work. I, I, I must have about um about fifteen pages, but I fell asleep on I fell asleep on the train. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. You just did your whole intro, Pete. Yeah, pretty much so. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. That's fine, though. That's how God works. <laughs> well. What I know about the uh, the shofar um, is I've always known that it was a call. Um, I've I've attended um, the blowing of the shofar, which um, is traditionally happens before the um, reading of the Torah, um, as well as the process of doing that. I know that also too. Whenever you blow the shofar, you're supposed to be facing facing east um, because that's you know where where God is coming from. Um, that um, that the shofar is not to always be handled by everyone. There are specific people who are called to blow the shofar, just like um, um, Levites or people who are um, in ministry. You know that not everybody else can do can do so. So um, it's something it's something to be honored. You know, and then when you actually hear the blowing of the shofar, it it is stirring to your soul. It is very stirring. Um, you can feel the call, as they say, you know, or the awakening, you know. So whoever has it and they blow it the right way, it is very, uh, very much an awakening. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you jump in. Um, I ain't get a chance to study, but I do. If I can just get this from my memory. Yeah, exactly. Um, when uh, when uh, 
the Israelites were going through the desert, it was blue to start everybody up to move forward, and they would blow it when you stopped. Mm-hmm. So that uh, all the camps would stop and pitch. Yeah. It was used uh, in time of war, mm-hmm. uh, when you charge, when you retreat. They had different signals, different blasts, like two, three, one, whatever, to do different duties. It was also used in the bringing down of the walls of Jericho. Jericho. Oh, right. mm-hmm. um, that's pretty much what I know. Okay. I'm on memory. Oh, that's good. No, that's good. It, it's, it's used for a lot of things in the um, the Jewish community as, as far as their holidays go. They blow it for certain things. They even got the um, the uh, the Feast of Trumpets, right. which they which they they use the the horn. But uh, one thing that this one thing that this horn must be it can't be just any horn. Okay, it actually has to come from a kosher animal. A, something that was killed in a correct manner. So if it if it's been slaughtered or something like, you can't use the horn. It has it it has to be pure. It has to be done correctly because you're you're using this to call on God's power to start moving. And if you're using something that has been slaughtered. It's not going to work. It's kind of like when Cain killed Abel, right, that there was a slaughter. You can't use that. So Abel had to be replaced by Seth. And through Seth came the lineage of David and Christ. So you have to replace it. You have to get something else. You can't use that filthy, muddy, dirty, sinful one that you, you slaughtered. So that's one one thing about it, and of course they they hollow out all the marrow out of the um, the horn there, and then one and, and some of the festivals like uh, the mitzvah, they I got some notes here where they blow it a certain amount of times, okay, they blow it in uh, a sequential after they read the Torah after reading the Torah, they they'll say a couple blessings, and then they blow the horn, and then they read the Torah, then they blow the horn again. And it's preceded by one long, you know, sound, one long blast, and then they take it, and then they take three medium blasts in between, and then after that is nine short blasts. And they do this in sequence until they get up to like 30 blasts, but then they by the time they're done with the whole ceremony, they've blown the trumpet a hundred times when they're reading the Torah. And through all the, their, their prayers and reading, they've blown it a hundred times. Now, I had, I had got, gathered up some numbers because it was very important for, for, um, to get to understand the numbers about what they were doing here. Why nine times? Why 30 times? Why a hundred times? So I'll... I wanted to share some some information with you guys um, about how you know God works. The nine the, the nine blasts, short blasts, nine. But we don't know what three is. I mean, we know what that is about the Trinity, right? Okay. So number nine speaks of finality, uh, finality or divine completeness from the Lord. 
So that's why nine is the last of the, the three blasts, the long, the three mediums, and then the nine short ones. It's the completeness, okay? And I'll give you a scripture um, in Galatians chapter 5. Verses 22 and 23, and it talks of the fruit of the Spirit. Why? Because there are nine. There are nine fruits of the Spirit. No, I got it right here, dear. Okay. But don't read it, go ahead. Sure, okay. Um, Galatians 5, 22. Mm-hmm. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. No law. And we're going to get to that whole law thing, just that God worked the numbers. All right? We get two letters at one. <laughs> we get the show fire and we get numbers. It's pretty cool. All right? So... You know the nine, the fruits of the Spirit. Now, what about why do they do it uh, in, a, in, in sequences of 30, right? Here's why. 30 is the number of the blood of Christ. 30 shekels is what uh, Judas was paid to turn Christ over, Right? And if you read in Matthew, Matthew chapter 27, it says this, Matthew 27, 3 through 8. Okay, and it says, In whom we have read, I'm sorry, that's Ephesians I'm reading, I'm sorry. Um, I missed my, there it is. When Judas took counsel and brought with him the potter's field to bury strangers in it. And the, and the Bible says, wherefore, that field was called the field of blood because, you know, they're like, we don't want this blood money. That's what they were saying. They didn't want, no, they said they didn't, they didn't want this. They, they could have put it back into the treasury because it was blood money. And in Galatians it says, Christ came to redeem men from the law. So nine... Loin of nine was what? Completeness of the law. And what did Christ come to do? To redeem man from the law. So when you get to that 30, in, in uh, Galatians chapter 4, it reads, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law. So the nine brings you to the the, the, you know, the, 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 the blowings of the, the one long, the three medium, and the nine, nine shorts. And, it, and it's blood money. In Ephesians it says, in whom we have redemption through his blood. So it is blood. It's, it's the blood of Christ that redeems us from the law mm-hmm. by the blowing of this trumpet. Mm-hmm. That's good so far? Yeah. All right. Hang tight. We're getting there. <laughs> now, remember I said they have to do it 100 times before the service is over. They, they've blown the trumpet 100 times when they're reading the Torah. 
Why is 100 so significant? God's election of grace. Children of promise. 100, that's what exactly means. God's election of grace. And when did, what did God promise Abraham? He promised him Isaac. And through Isaac, what? All nations will be blessed because through Abraham, through Sorry. Isaac comes everything else. Right? Right. When did Abraham conceive Isaac? It's 100. Oh, ah. Um, I didn't realize I was on mute. The question I was trying to ask was, oh. you said nine long, three short, and something else. What no, did you say? No, no, one, one long blast at the beginning, okay? Then after the one long blast, the, the long blast lasts about nine counts, nine counts, like 90 seconds. And then you go to three medium blasts. So that would be probably like three seconds, okay? And then you would go to um, nine short intervals or blasts, which technically would be a second each. So nine seconds. So you're saying 100 times the shofar was actually blown? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, not the seconds, the times, how many times it was actually blown. Correct. Okay. Correct. So Abraham... In Genesis 21, it says, And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. One hundred. The promise of God, children of promise. Isaac was a child of promise. He promised him he would have a child. God's elect of grace. That is his grace. He's showing how blessed it is to have, you know, his grace and his mercy upon you now that the law has been fulfilled. Now we fall under grace. 100 times. When they're done with the 100 times, you're supposed to be like this new person being revived in the spirit. Because the, the blowing of the, the shofar is supposed to, supposed to make you aware that something is going on. Something is about to happen. You're supposed to be doing something. Okay? You're supposed to be being fruitful, in other words. When the, when the trumpet is sounded, you're doing something. And like I'm from, you know, when we're in the military, when, they, they, when the revenue comes, they, they blow it. And if, if you ain't ready for it, you, you jump out of your sleep sometimes. Got things, at least in the Marine Corps, I know they play that thing really loud in the morning, like 5 o'clock in the morning. They, they blowing that sucker real loud. So it, it, it's to awaken you up, to spiritually waken you to what's about to happen and being in, 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 in in uh, oneness with God's motion. And if you recall, this is what happens in Revelation. The seven trumpets are sounded. And every time something, or every time one of them is sounded, something happens. And it's all through spiritual warfare. Because that's what the trumpet is used for, spiritual warfare. So these Angels in heaven were, were blowing this thing in a spiritual manner to let not only us know, but let, you know, the, the evil spirits know that something's about to go on and we're coming. 
something's about to happen, this plague is about to happen, this is going on, that's going on, this is going to be moved, this is going to be changed. That's how God's power is. You blow that horn and all spirits have to be aware of what's going on. You can't be that asleep the way you don't hear the trumpet sounding. Because if you hear the trumpet sound and you do nothing, then you're not being fruitful and you're cursed just like that, that fig tree that Christ walked by. So is it like a, like a siren in the spiritual realm? Yeah. It's like... You know, like something's happening. Yeah, you know, right. Like a, like a fire engine or, you know, police siren. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But it, it, it's a release of God's power as well. Because you remember when he walked around Jericho, he told them that, believe it or not, I don't think not one of us would have done it, walk around the walls of Jericho seven days. <laughs> walk around it, and on the seventh day you're going to blow the trumpet. He said, walk around it and don't make a sound. Don't speak, don't do nothing. And so they're carrying the ark, and the high priests are walking with these trumpets, and then when they blow them on the seventh day, the walls just crumble down. They just crumble down. It's a release of God's power. Through obedience, you follow by faith. And it, as I said, it's a spiritual awakening. But it also is a di directive as well. It's a directive to give you to give you um, to give you a, 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 a as he says a a a, 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 lit path, a lighted path to do what needs to be done. So you have to think about what God is trying to show you when the trumpet is sounded, because. Not all of us are going to be called to do the same thing or just go the same direction. So you have to think about when that trumpet is sound, what are you hearing? It's not just a sound. It is something that literally is, is getting into your soul, into your spirit, and telling you to do something. We all see sound waves travel. We know they travel. And if you see them hit water, you can see the water move. It is alive. The sound waves do exist. I came across something that said the blast of the shofar represents the shout of God's victory over the power of sin and death. Mm -hmm. Of testing. Okay. I scratched. Don't, don't worry. Of testing and tribulation to come. Mm. The seventh angel sounded the shofar, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and his Messiah, and he will rule forever and ever. Mm -hmm. There's uh, many times where it's, it's used. Uh, can you guys hear me? Um, if you're soft, if we need to talk towards the uh, screen, I can hear you better. Uh, okay, well... Um, there's many times in, in the world where it talks about the, um, the shofar being blown by, by angels as well. So I was going to say that that's kind of like, well, kind of circling back with what Mindy was saying, like a, a call on the spiritual. So it's like, we're, it, it, so as, you know, as it is on earth, as it is in heaven, you know, you can kind of attack.
attached that um, that scripture to it that the things that we do, you know, here are done there, you know, um, as a replication, you know. So it's a serious thing. Okay, I need to understand something. Um, in church that I've always been in, mm-hmm. I've never really heard the talk of the Torah, nor the shofar, or teshuva, or um, what is it? Yeshua. 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 Jesus. Jesus. That's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. That's how you say his name. Okay. That's how you say it. I, I thought, now, Yeshua was familiar. That's one of the names of God. Uh-huh. What is the name? But we don't talk of the Torah. The Torah? You know, and from what I'm reading with the shofar, you know, it's, it's the Torah is almost, is it like our Bible? Yes. You know, is, some instructions is. there? Yes, it is your Bible. Go ahead, babe. No, go ahead. Go ahead, dear. The Torah is what the first five books of the Bible is, is what the Torah uh, entails. We are a, what we used to call a Judeo-Christian nation of, of Christianity. Um, and, and then they broke off from Judeo-Christian and said, okay, now we're just just Christian. But we literally serve, uh, you know, or we literally follow after a Jewish um, belief and faith. Everything comes from and originates from the Jewish faith, and everything that even been in your Bible, um, and especially this Bible, comes from the Jewish nation. So, um, and the, Okay, and the because, Israel. you know, I, I just needed to be sure that what I was reading was correct because oh, yeah. it's just like so straightforward, blunt, and to the point. Well, the thing about it is, is that a lot of, a lot of, um, like, because you had asked why, you know, they didn't teach this thing in our church, is because of tradition going forward into what they, you know, they call Christianity and not really referring back to. Melinda, um, did you learn of the Torah when you were under your parents? Um, I knew it was, well, I did know that um, it represented the, the, the Old Testament are the books that the Jewish nation, you, the, yes. the Jews use today, all of those books. They just right. don't use the New Testament. Right. I mean, I did know that. I don't know when or how I learned it. I don't remember. And then they, <laughs> they also have other books that had, like, you know, Isaiah and, you know, um, Minor Prophets, but they kind of separated these books out. You know, so, you know. Well, the Torah is more um, their beginnings, and and then it's also the law. Mm-hmm. They are big on the law mm-hmm. of staying right, of uh, of, being re- uh, of repentance. You know, and this is why the shofar is, is blown because after those after those blasts, after those hundred blasts, it's a it's a redemption, and and when when you get to a redemption redemptive state. It's like, okay, everyone is now anew, and you should be, your mindset, your heart, and everything should be on something new and changed over in a way, just like Paul said. This is the same teachings. Paul is saying that you renew your mind every day. So when you go, when they go to synagogue and they're reading the Torah and, and, and they're learning the law, this is what they do. They say, okay, I've learned something new. I understand something new now. 
that they've read this thing to me in plain English, I can go out and actually apply it to my life, into my actions, into my state of mind. So you've renewed yourself by increasing yourself in knowledge and understanding. And that's what Paul was talking about. I, I renew myself daily because he gets in God's word, he meditates on it, and he gets something new. This is the, that revelation thing that we always talk about. That's what it is. It's the redemption from the old you. You try to be new every day. You try to get an understanding of something every day. You you go to um, not a synagogue. What is it? The one we went to over in Philadelphia. It's a messianic. Yes, messianic synagogue. I I I promise you. And know what? If you guys want Saturday. We can visit one together on one Saturday if you guys like. And, um, yeah, it, I'm serious. It would be great because it's not like the same experience. our experience. They literally sit there and they read it verbatim. Mm-hmm. They pray, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's not this, again, they're teaching. I've been to a bar mitzvah, so, yeah. They teach in a way... It should be done. When you bring people into a synagogue or to a church, if you want to call it, you're supposed to teach them, not to preach to them. They don't need to be preached to. They need to be taught, and that's what they do. They teach, they teach, they teach. That's all they do. But it's a plan that has been working from the beginning of time, and we as the Christian body have gotten away from it, and even though... Our Lord and Savior was Jewish. He still had those Jewish values. He's just telling us it had got a little out of hand with the you know, Sadducees and the scribes and all those guys making up their own laws. And what do we do? We go right back into the same trap, making up our own laws. Right. So the shofar wakes you up. That's right. <laughs> it wakes you up to say, hey, pay attention. Something is about to happen. So should I get a shofar and go back to my own church and blow it? <laughs> wake up! Wake, wake up! You think that'll work? Um, I don't know. They might call police on you. Yeah, they yeah. <laughs> Crazy lady with a horn. Yeah. <laughs> blow it in the train station. You know what? You In the train station, it might fit in. <laughs> yeah, this, this is true. This is true. But this, this is you a powerful instrument because it, it means so much. Mm-hmm. When we as a people blow through this, we don't realize what okay, we're doing. Go. We, we, this is what we're doing, okay? When you blow through this, that same breath that God gave you is speaking back to him. Mm-hmm. You know... It's a single long breath. Hold on, Kathy. It's a single breath that God gave you is speaking back to him, and he hears it. And when he hears the cry or the shout, I should say, he answers the call. And when he says he's answering the call, he wants everyone else to know when you hear this, you need to answer the call as well. Because the breath of everyone altogether is the same breath. The same breath, myself, Kathy, Mindy, 
of a promise, summer, all of us, we have the same breath from God in us. So when someone blows through this, we should all have an understanding. Well, it's like a, it's, it's almost like a, a, a tongue that is unspoken. Yes. Because you know that when you speak in tongues, it's an edification of the spirit. We are communicating with God. So this is another way of communicating with God. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Kathy. I, I, I just shot. finally got it. That's all. Oh. <laughs> it's a long, single blast. They break it down as the sound of the king's coronation. Uh-huh. And the three short, whale-like blasts signify repentance. Mm-hmm. And the nine staccato blasts of alarm that's to awaken the soul. So, Right. And then they are followed by the great long blast for as long as you can blow. Mm-hmm. Now, I really want to hear it now. And I would totally, we do like a field trip try. to um, Messianic synagogues. Um, I would totally be into it. But I'd like to go forward during this time when they do that. Because it's a particular time yeah, they, they, that they, they do this. They do it on all the uh, festive, uh, and most of the festives are um, most of During the start of the of this season of Teshuvah. Well, they, they, they have um, what they, uh, they have Rosh Hashanah. They do that, which is just uh, their, um, not their new year. I don't know why people say that. But it is to celebrate the beginning of creation, of Adam and Eve being created. And that's what it's for, and it's like for two days. They celebrate it, and they blow the, they blow the trumpet then as well. And I believe that's, is it October? I don't know. It's just it's during the start of the season of Teshuvah. Yeah, no, I'm talking about no, Rosh Hashanah. I'm talking about that. Oh, yeah, that's around in September, October, yeah, something like that. Somewhere up in there, yeah. So... I can try it. I'm not skilled at it. I haven't flown it in a long time. I tried it earlier before we had the call. I did do it successfully twice. <laughs> so yeah, it, it takes skill. It does take skill, yeah. but yeah. Any, any more questions or 
Comments, everyone? Yeah. I have a question about number 100. How yeah. do you know that's the number, um, like God's election of grace? How, where do you, how do you I, know I that? Just, I just go through my, my, all of my books that I have, and I have books on, on numbers, on math, okay. math in the Bible. Uh-huh. I have a okay. few books on that, so... And numbers are definitely like an interpretation, but numbers, uh, if you want to look at numbers too, um, originally back in the, I guess go far, far back before B.C., that um, mathematics was a spiritual thing. It was uh, very spiritual. They would look at mathematics um, in, in regards to an attitude to astrology, and they would um, add it to also philosophy. Mm-hmm. And um, when we came into that age of uh, deep stop, so it was uh, really pretty much spiritual people who utilized mathematics. It was only when you had times where people, you know, with these systems of control took those things away, like alchemy, which is like chemistry, and, and healing through plants and, and herbs and things, where they took all of these different things away and defined um, spirituality as just the study of theology. But right. when you really do get into a deep study with God, you you guys know it for yourself. The Lord will take you everywhere. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. fruits, vegetables, to the hair, to, you know, dirt, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, he, God is in everything, and we do not, um, 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 what, what am I looking for? We do not uh, think that he is not in, in everything or underestimate. Because he's the creator of it all. Yes. The, the, the simple math that we do know, we talk about calculus, tri- trigonometry, and, you know, all this other stuff, the physics that we we think we know it's just an inkling of yeah. what what was taught to us. Yeah. So we we have to get an understanding that this thing is way bigger than what we know. We as you know, we we are pretty much. So I don't want to call it ignorance because it's you know well, unaware yeah. unaware of how great God's um, eternal power and knowledge is that. The, the little that we know is so great for us. I mean, how many people are true masters of physics, you know, or, or all the other the other sciences that get gets us to outer space and get rockets and things landed on other planets? We think that's a big thing, and like only a handful of people know these formulas and techniques to do it. Mm-hmm. It's it's that complex to us, but yet it's so little piece of knowledge. It's like a grain of salt to God. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and it's really a fear though too, you know, that, that people have on things. They, they fear the things that they don't, don't understand. Know. Don't know and understand, so right. That's why we have to uh, always stay open to what God has to show us and, and, and he's telling you mathematically how to talk to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is just deep to me. You know what I mean? That mathematically he speaks to you. It's not just by words, but it's by sound, by math, by vision, by, you know. It's it's everything. I mean, you you go to his creation. 
not only just us. I mean, look at look at how it works. Our body has to be a certain temperature. It has to have a, a, a certain amount of, right. of fluid in it. All this other stuff has to has to be calculated very precise for us to survive. Yes. The oxygen levels in which we need, the carbon dioxide that flows around us, that that it keeps it all in balance. Right. And then you talk about the distance we are from the sun versus the other planets. How far away our moon is versus other planets, how far the moon is, and why they knew this planet needs three moons. We only need one, you know, and all this other stuff. Right. You know, but it, it's all in math. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a uh, all the maths combined together, what we call, you know, calculus, geometry, and everything, but for God, it's just one thing. And it's, it's his understanding. That's what it is. And we, we, our mind cannot comprehend. No. We can't. We can say, oh, well, if we get any closer to the sun, we'll burn up. If we get too far away, we'll, 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 we'll freeze. How did he put us so perfectly in that in this one space? Our moon is just the right size to help. And people, I don't know if, how many of you guys know this, but the moon actually helps the Earth stay stable from. From, no, not from its orbit, but from it actually tilting on its axis. Because oh, okay. when the Earth is spinning, it's wobbling like so, and the moon keeps it so it doesn't go too far. And mm -hmm. now your, 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 your uh, north pole becomes your south pole or, or becomes east or west. The moon keeps it in that, in that sta stable position the way it just wobbles just enough, just enough to get it going mm -hmm. and keep it there. So... God is God is great when it comes to numbers and science, all this stuff. We we again, we know nothing. Yeah, you think about all that we do know. You know, we've made like leaps and bounds, mm -hmm. like known. You know, in the you know in the past centuries and right. all the stuff that we've learned and how wise we've become. Like, <laughs> how much do we not know? You right. know, exactly. Like oh, it's just. <laughs> There's no limit to, like, how great and how deep is, like, the depths of God is, you know. Exactly. That's what really gets me. And, you know, yeah. that's another sign of the times, so, though, too, because you know that um, in the time of Noah, they became wise. Like, you know, the Bible talks about they became wise in their own mind. So you think that you basically you have arrived and you, you have the power to even – clone people. I can create people if I want to. I can, you know, I can build a skyscraper to heaven, like, you know, <laughs> Nimrod did or whatever. There's so many different times, you know, where great, you know, things happen where God was like, okay, let me just go ahead and correct this. You can to the side yourself, <laughs> you know. So, as we can see that in the world today, it's, it's happening again, you know, with everything that we create because certain things should have never been, you know, given to us to do, you know. Well, in the, in the flesh. But right. you got to remember, when Adam was in the garden, he had access to all oh, this knowledge. Oh, yeah. So yeah. One, once he sinned and he, and that's, you know, that separation happened, now the flesh is more dominant than the spirit. And it's like, it, 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 again, God is spirit. Everything about him is spirit. So you have to deal with God in the spirit. You can't come to the flesh and think you're going to get an understanding of it. Because right. we, as in our minds, say two plus two is four. You can't tell me any different. Right? 
-hmm. So, my question is, an infinite number. Infinity is infinity, right? It's from everlasting to everlasting. No beginning, no end. Right? Mm -hmm. So, when you're dealing with numbers or math, as you would say, or even this show part when you talk about sound, does it not contain or is it not encompassing everything else? So now ask your question. When you think about everlasting to everlasting, does 2 plus 2 equals 4? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it equals infinity? Yes. This is a trick question. No, you answered you answer right. It, 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 it's infinity. It, 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 it's encompassing. Everything is encompassing the same thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, but our mindset is 2 plus 2 equals 4. That's what we know. We can't change it. Right. Because that's what we know. And you can't tell me anything different. That, that's the way we are. So, we can't get beyond what we know. Everything is in neat little packages that we can understand and wrap our I, I wouldn't say understand, that. but something that would make us comfortable enough to say, yes. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. too far out. I can't comprehend that. Remember what it said? Wow. Jesus came to, to here to save us, and it says the world comprehended not. not. Uh -huh. The darkness could not comprehend the light. Right. Mm -hmm. We are sitting in darkness. We have got a cloud over our minds. This removes the cloud. Mm, it yeah. awakens us. When you hear that trumpet sound, mm -hmm. it's time for that spirit to wake up, mm. and it will comprehend. Let me say this one more time. You can say 2 plus 2 equals 4, right? Or you can say all things are possible. <laughs> yes. So now that doesn't now it doesn't sound like two plus two equals four anymore. Mm -hmm. All things are possible. If you actually add two and two together, it's just one number. Mm-hmm. One. One. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good and bad. Life and death. Right. They're all one. 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 Right. That's what I got. Okay. Anyone else? Questions. We good? I found the dates for the um, high holiday. I mean, for Teshua. Okay, text it to everyone if you could, please. I'll put it in the group thing. All right, appreciate okay. it. And we'll try to find a place and try to set a date. Good field trip. <laughs> yeah, it's um, June and September. So. When is in June? It's June um, Shabbat Pentecost. It's June 30th. Yeah, okay, June 14th. Yeah, the calendar is different from ours. Teshuva with 40 days of repentance is September 2nd or October 11th. Let's try to make June is closer. It is. Um, all right, just just take that out to us. You can text the site or whatever you want to do or text the information. It doesn't matter. Uh, we'll yeah, try to always we, schedule if we can. And you'll have to ask your husband to sign your permission slips early. He wants to tell when to come. That's right. Then we want to come, yeah. I'll do the check. He already talked about going. So. Okay. Nice. Okay. Going where? To a uh, Messianic uh, synagogue. Okay. 
That's all I have for tonight, guys. It's just hitting on everything. Pretty much. Answer all the right. call. Answer <laughs> the call. That's that's there you go. Yeah. Sexually awakening. Uh, and if you wake up in the morning to a uh, horn blowing that's just me outside of your... <laughs> I didn't catch that summer. I said if you wake up in the morning to a, a sound of the show fly, that's just me <laughs> blowing the horn. <laughs> yeah. So you can't, you can't hit that uh, like a morning alarm. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no snooze button on that one. <laughs>